Hello everyone, Present James here with a note on this week's episode. Due to some technical issues, Leon's track is a little distorted, but not too much. We're hoping to clear this up before next week's release. I'll hand over now to past recorded James to introduce the show. Dicey Performance is recorded at Umia Folk Universität. It contains adult themes and adult language. Hello everyone and welcome to Dice Performance Does Moon's Edge. I think this is episode 8? Yes. And I am your host and GM, James Kitching. And around the table with me today I have... Leon Schierholz, playing Quinn. Sarah Gustafsson, playing Jane Hicks. And Joanna Vlaza, playing Jamie Bloom. Lovely. What the fuck did we do last episode? Well, I was home... I got contacted by this mysterious person who ended up being Jane's kid uh, about... She's Batman. <laughs> well, kind of. Her name is Alice, about, you dickhead. About the whole... Uh, don't know that yet. Black hearts are coming I for do. you. Yeah, she said someone is coming for you. Yes. So you escaped. You got back to Jane's, Jane's. little hideout. Yes. We met Colin. Quinn had a dream. Jane met Colin. Colin took you guys to Miss Klein's. Ugh, petulant child. The petulant child who runs the info collecting children. Yes. yes. And she got uh, grandmother to Now it. we have what we've now figured out is the mouth of Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, coming, like, taking us somewhere. Yes, Terry has, has, is taking you to Sly, the information yes. broker. So yes. you've met the information gatherers, now you're meeting the information broker, because the gatherers yeah. won't tell you anything. Um, oh yeah, and there's still the whole thing that, uh, this kid can't see me. Yes, this kid cannot see you. He sees via magic and you have nothing. Yes. So is he blind otherwise, but with magic he sees? Yes, that is that's, that's, like I'd say Quinn could put that together from what Quinn detected last uh, episode, but um, yeah, that, that, that's that's the long and the short of it. Um, new skills, Jamie. Yeah, I got perception because we all know I'm not good in brain. You're not and, good in brain. And I'm not good at perception and getting to know what is around me. So I thought I would take a level one skill at perception. Yeah, so you get a plus one in all of your perception skills. And yes. Jane? I also acquired perception because I am very good with the brain rolls and I thought we needed to heighten that. So we've got two... Yeah, people uh, who um, are better at being lucky loose. Uh, also, what level was my perception on? Two? Your perception is on two, so you get a plus two on your brain rolls, which is already a D12. Yeah. So you're getting good at I mean, looking at D6. shit. I'm just like trying to make my very bad skills You're better. trying to not fail. I'm trying to excel. Yes. Mm. <laughs> we're, we're, we're very bad at min-maxing, but I'm kind of glad about that. Anyway, so you made your way out of did, little you didn't sanctuary. take any No. All right. Metagaming me thought, y'all getting perception already? I'm not going to do that. So I'm okay. yeah, that holding works. on to my score points so works, far. You are. And use them at a later point. Ooh. Mm. Yes. So, you made your way out of uh, Ida's little sanctuary in the ground. And Terry, the toothy child, has brought you further into the docks. And... Jamie, you kind of know the general vicinity of where you are and the direction of where you're going. Yeah. Because you work at the docks. Mm -hmm. So this is a familiar area. This is a familiar yeah. site. There's a lot of uh, containers and like metal carts on tracks that are going up and down these streets as you work your way further I a, into... I have a question because I'm sure we talked about this. But yeah. I, I didn't write it down because I'm stupid. What was uh, Sly's uh, no name? It was Talia. Yes. Talia Fax. Yes. She's an information broker. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's like I made a joke or something. It, it's not like all of the names of characters are puns about What, what do you mean? Mm. The bratty child that didn't want to tell you anything because she wasn't allowed it was, was called Ida Klein. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but 
no like the reason why i'm i'm, I'm asking is because like i i assume that because i know the vicinity i know we're going to her office but i don't know her as sly no you don't so you very much are taken with this this child to sly's office and you've been in this office before. Like, Sly is one of the people who works out your schedule and makes mm. sure you get paid the yeah. little that you do get paid. Um, but I've never, I don't think I've ever been in contact with her directly. All oh, right. So you've, you've not been in this office, but you know that's where one of yeah, the important no, I've been, people I've are. Yeah, no, I've been to the office. Mm. It's just like there's always someone in between that gets me the schedules and like my payment and all that stuff. I've never talked directly to her because she's the one in charge. Okay, so you make your way into like an it's it's like one of these warehouses that's like open at the front to let like shit in and out, and it's got basically the back side of this uh, uh, warehouse is has got walls and such like, and it's on two levels with a big like grandiose staircase up one side of it. And at the top, top of this uh, staircase, there is one brick of a man, like, staring down at you guys. And as, as you're, like, coming to this place, you, you, you've all been disguised by Jane in the morning. And it's, it's getting on after your little tete-a-tete with Ida. Um, like, the workforce is out. So there, there are a few odd looks towards you. And mm. I used to smile the brightest little old lady whimsical smile I can achieve mm. at them. Clutching at your purse. Yes. Excellent. So people generally like look past you. Um, Quinn, you, you notice yet again that people are basically just glancing off of Terry, even though he looks like something out of a fucking, I don't know, Junji Ito <laughs> comic. Um, like a horror movie? Yeah, it's it great. Um, mm. and as, as you come up these stairs, the big slab of a man, uh, who's guarding the door simply nods at Terry and lets you all in to a nicely furnished wooden, like, it's all mahogany type dark woods, um, office, which is quite a simple office. It looks out onto quite a lot of the warehouse floor and... You can see people loading and unloading shit. These people look grubby as hell. And it's quite a shock to Jamie and Jane specifically to see such, like, a lavish office with such, like, lower-class people like you so close by. Um, it is very much something that you would find in an elite, an, an elite home, but it's slap-bang in the middle of literally the lowest point of the city. And you are greeted by a frumpy middle-aged woman who is quite round and quite small with long hair and a very mumsy face. She's got a very, like, round, kind face. And she sat at a desk and she stands up as you enter, uh, nodding towards Terry, who takes himself off into one corner and basically stands there idling and this this woman kind of welcomes you to sit down in some quite nicely furnished chairs in front of her office and like gestures towards three cups of tea sat on the desk I sit down on the chair closest to an exit and I simply take out of my little purse uh, my knitting and start knitting there Okay. Jamie, do you take a seat? Yeah, I do, I do take a seat. But I, I, I try to like sit very gently because I'm afraid of breaking the chair. Mm-hmm. I would like to detect magic while sitting down. Okay, so you, you take a seat and you flash your magical eyes and roll me that magic perception. Your threshold is a nine. Well, yeah. You get I your plus a... one for detect. No, plus two for detect magic. I got a four and a six. Okay, so 
you fail, basically. Yes, what, no what, surprises there. What you want to happen doesn't. Um, your, your eyes light up and just peter out the second you do. And this woman looks towards you. Is, is there anything I can help you with? Are, are you... Are you looking for something in particular? No, uh, I'm fine, thank you. And I'm just like bashing the palm of my hand against my head like I'm, I don't know, some broken machine. Like, mm. <laughs> fuck, fuck, I'm good, fuck. I'm good, thanks. Well, if you don't like to sit down and uh, the, the, the I, cups I, I of am tea. I'm sitting down. Yes, you're all sat down. Cups of tea. You're uh, welcome, uh, you're welcome. Uh, can, I, can I just ask a, a quick question? Yes, Jamie. Do you have something stronger that I can add to the tea? Well, that depends on what you can give me. And mm. Jamie, you are in my pad books at the moment. You've not been at work for the past two days. I, I know, and I apologize for that. It's not that I don't want to, but I'm... Oh, I being... know why you've not been at work. Then Should we start with introductions, maybe, love? I know who each and every one of you are. I know, are. but for courtesy's sakes. For courtesy's sakes, I am sly, but I don't think my nickname in the information game is really applicable right now. Especially since though Jamie here is one of my employees and knows me by my actual name, Talia. You may call me Talia if you so wish. But, hmm, well, introductions out of the way, I suppose. Well, if you already know our names, fair enough. Now, I sell information, as I'm sure you're aware, but I would also like something from you. So what I suggest is a little tit for tat. I see. Uh... Would you like to know anything specific, love? Well, hmm, let me think. See, I know quite a lot. And I have eyes in quite a lot of places. And boulders, we noticed. Hmm. I, uh, I try to keep my information gatherers fed. And they return the favour, I suppose. What I want to know really is is what I can do for you first, and we'll go from there. Well, for a start, it would be nice to know what you know about the whole Penville situation. And also what a certain Aaron Slacks might have done involved with this? Aaron Slacks would be who to you? X. And hmm. father of one of my children, general bastard, and also one of the reasons that the riot escalated. That would make a lot of sense. And she kind of like sits down behind her desk and pulls out some uh, paper and starts writing. And as she finishes, like, she kind of holds a finger up to you to, like, shush you for a second as she writes a few notes on this piece of paper. And she folds it up and sticks her hand out, like, as if she's just raising her hand to ask a question. And from this, like, filled, like, absolutely jam-packed bookshelf that lines the wall behind her desk one book comes kind of floating out and into her hand and she opens it, puts the note in and then like places it in the air and it floats back to the bookshelf. Clever trick, huh? Well, it comes in very useful. So, what do you know of Aaron Slack's involvement in... Well, he wasn't involved at all in the Penville thing. It's uh, quite a shame. I'm not sure how he's going to actually take that. You might want to, especially you, Jamie, avoid that man. I'm not sure whether he will want to kiss you or kill you for that. 
I mean, given the current situation, everyone is just looking for me, and I don't want this attention because I didn't do it. I can also honestly say it's not exactly an achievement to get kissed by that man. Baron. Um, <laughs> I. Hmm. There's not a lot I want from you. So. A little money my way for what you actually want to ask me would be lovely. Um, one thing I do want is. There have been. A certain sect of. The Black Oats following you for a little bit of time now, maybe two days or so. Have any of them made contact with you? These are a more elite sect. Um, they are called the Black Knights. I am going to assume one of the ones was the one who contacted you, Jamie. In, I I don't know. This person just came to me and was like. You need to get the hell out of here and save yourself and everyone you care for, basically. She's someone I know since previously. Who is she? And do you have names of anyone else in this particular unit? I do not know anybody else in the unit. I'm gonna act, actually gonna guess she acted rogue on this one. I'm related to her. What's her name? Alice. And she writes down, like, the name. I'm going to... I wouldn't recommend going after her, though. I raised the girl. Oh, I would not personally go after anyone. I'm merely an information broker. Of course, darling. Quinn, what do you know of the Circle of Friends? Has your mother ever mentioned them? Mother? I'm basically gasping step for mother. Her. Oh. Uh, yeah, it, it, that question, Jane. She, she kind of reiterates stepmother. What is it that you would like to know exactly? Well, if she's in this cabal. Is this where I should be rolling elite knowledge? Um. You have no idea what the fuck she's talking about. Well, I'm... Okay. Well... Not anything I've heard of so far, but... I might perhaps be able to find out. Hmm. That would be very helpful. Uh, what would you like to know? Like I said previously, the whole Penville situation. What do you know? She kind of bites her lip and, and looks down, like, thinking. She she looks like she's planning something out, like she, somebody who's planning the next chess move kind of a thing. She's wondering, you know, if I tell you this, what would lead to this, this, and this? And she looks up from her, like, ponderment. Well, I could tell you... Who killed him? But I don't know if you really want to know. Um, and if you really, really do, it'll cost you. Why do you think we would not want to know that? Well, you'll find out when I tell you. And what will it cost? Well, you've got... some options I want several things money you could I don't know there is a fight pit that I run the books for uh, in the docks if you'd be willing to fight for me for free and win or even take a loss I'll bet on the other guy that'd be nice um, there is a man in prison who I really need to speak to and cannot if you want to break him out. Um, oh, what could I have you do? I have to ask, are you related to a girl we met earlier today? Which one? I know Ida. a lot of girls. 
Aida, Aida's my daughter. I knew there was something. She's my little world. I give her everything she wants. Who would have guessed? Um, that is why she acts the way she does. Okay. I, I say this with like in my breath. What did Arnie Penville offer you to take on this task? Clearing our names for a start. Uh, I kind of live on the whole going unnoticed thing and this whole mess made me being noticed by the higher ups and we kind of don't want that do we um, well and second of all well for me it's clearing my own name yeah the only people and i'll tell you this for free who are wanted currently are jamie and quinn as an associate is this because I wasn't seen earlier? This is because you weren't seen earlier. Hmm. And you, like, from this you can gather that your son didn't say a word. And your daughter has not yet said a word. Then I also realised these two idiots would die within less than a week if I wasn't around. Maybe. 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 You have the highest brain stat. <laughs> but I also... We know, we know, we know smart people. No. <laughs> but we, also, we can brain. But I also don't know for a fact I have been seen when we helped break Jamie out. When I tricked the little guards. Mm. And I probably have my name in the book somewhere within the black hole since I am a known thief. Hmm. So I'm going to guess this will change within a short amount of time anyway. Logically speaking. And also, my daughter told me to not touch this, and that just kind of... makes me a bit more curious, to be honest. I see. She writes down a few more things, and I'm going to say all of you make me a... Insight? Which would be like... Brain. No, it would be magic. It would be magic, motherfucker. Uh, Why are you looking at me like that, Joanne? Because I hate you. Oh, fuck. Remind me, I have a six in magic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Your threshold is a six. Oh, shit. Mm. I got a two and a four. What? My first fail. Okay. Seven and eight. Okay, so... Wait a second. I'm, I'm, wondering if, I'm wondering if I can add. Yeah, I can add inside. I got a yeah, six. Yeah, you've got inside too. Yeah, I got a six and a what? What? What did I roll before? Two. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So two, six and a, a four. A six and a four. So so minor success. You, Jamie, kind of realizes that there's a lot more, you know, going to the broker than there is coming from, mm. and. Quinn, you realize she's not properly answered a single one of your fucking questions. I have to be honest with you here. Jane should have no- noticed this anyway, Ian. She did the insight, what? Is this more perception? Insight is magic because magic is based on your consciousness and like the perception of other people. It's working with, not with like what you can see and things, it's the putting together and understanding kind of a deal. This feels We've been through this during character creation. I know, but still, this feels like a brain roll anyway. But, oh, go ahead. Mm. Um, so, Quinn, you put together that you've basically not got any so, answers to your questions. No offense, woman, but what is there that you would actually be willing to tell us? Or could tell us, huh? Well, I still have things that I need to, you know, fund. And I still have... An information ring to, uh, you know, keep going and... Yeah, but you know more than you're saying and we can understand that. Yes, and I've not been paid yet. Everything you've told me, you've told me willingly. And to be quite honest... But why is that simple questions are not so easy for you to answer? Okay, you want to know who killed... Brian Penville, big, overarching, oh, who done it? Well, much more why. Also, why Jamie was framed for it would be interesting. Well, Jamie, 
why don't you fill us in, your friends as well, into why Irving Whitlock has such a hard-on for seeing you either dead or in prison? I, I, I might have accidentally killed one of his officers a couple of years ago. It was and not you on did not think to tell us this a bit earlier. I didn't think of... Well, first time we met, I was kind of knocked out. And then we didn't really talk about it. And I forgot. I've never thought about it too much. I think. Chain angles doesn't knit faster. Still, you have not answered any of our questions yet. Well, you want to know why Jamie was framed? Irving Whitlock is the head of the elite turf. He has the power to point at someone and accuse them of murder. Then and why? That was not one of the interesting questions. No, why was why was Penville killed? I don't know why. You don't know why? I do know who. You do know who, but not why. No. But you have not answered my question. What do you want to give me? The money? The fight? Do you want to break out my man from the prison? How do you feel like fighting, Jamie? Could be done. Depends on who I'm fighting and what are the rules. It's a regular pet fight. I mean, the rules as in, do I need to win or do I lose? How strong do you feel? You will be up against someone pretty tough. How strong? How many fights do you get into? Not that many. That's a lie. Just because I, I, I bit this two people with hoe with a hoe doesn't mean I usually get into fights. Oh, I know all about that. And technically, it was Quinn who killed both of the black coats sure. that uh, you went after yesterday. Yeah, but I was also not trying to kill them. That is true. I only tried to kill one because he grabbed me and he was hurting me. How much of that whole black coat situation did you see? Well, I had a report from a young boy I believe you've met. Yes, the tiny little boulder. And she once again like reaches her hand up behind her and a different book comes floating out. And she opens it up and is like, so Jamie Bloom... Two black coat murders, self-defense possibly. You were in the house for at least an hour. Uh, there was a black knight on the roof the entire time. They went in, they came back out. Um, apparently you spoke, Jane, to one of the black coats and they just left you alone. You punched him once and he was unconscious and he accepted it willingly. What's that about? We have some history. Honestly speaking, you don't need to know more than that. Why are you giving her information without making her pay? This is this is unfair. Like oh, if I we don't. have to pay for her information, then she should do the same for us. I think she wants me to know this information. She might make some money of it. It's my job to make money. And she like places the, the book in the air behind her again. And yeah, but you're, not, but you're not making any of it. I give this woman the gentlest smile ever. My history in relations to that black coat is none of your business, lady. She like strokes her if she had a beard, beard <laughs> and kind of sits back. So you want to know why and who killed Arnie Penville. Is there anything else? Yes. You said you know who we are. What do you know about me? I know your stepmother is Genevieve Edwards and she runs the Thirst Trap. I know your father basically does not work anymore. I know that you've had dealings with others and the elites and that you are now here for some reason. You were completely off the grid until you turned about 12. No one really knew who you were, where you're from. I knew nothing about you. What do you know about Aerith Dawn? Um, 
No much. Name doesn't ring a bell. Hang on. And she, like, turns around and another book comes floating out. Um... Dawn rings a bell and she like gets another book. Hang on, and there's like more books just come floating over until she's got basically a pile in front of her. And she's looking through and looking through. She possibly used to work at the thirst trap or was some kind of mm, administrator? Not sure. Well, that's rather disappointing, I guess. Anything you want to know about her? She doesn't seem to be that important. Well, just seems like Genevieve Edwards even has you in her pocket without you knowing it. I don't generally have dealings with Genevieve Edwards herself. Well, I'm assuming... Being such an important information broker and not having any information about her, well, doings, is a win for her and a loss for you. A win for her? I know exactly where she gets all the drugs that she runs out of that brothel. I'm gonna assume I recognize the name of the first <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a, a couple of your older kids have gone I, I would assume that everyone in, yeah. in, in the town knows. Oh yeah, like it's more of an elite district thing to like spend money in that kind of establishment. But, but plenty of our kids end up working there. Hmm. Um, but she like. Oh, I'll I'll fast forward a bit. She basically like wants you to do one of these three things uh, in exchange for like the one big question, which was who killed Brian. Mm -hmm. Um, she gives you. A little bit of nothing, and if you, like, you, you press her about Aaron, and she kind of, like, divulges towards, like, the, the breakdown of this conversation with, with the whole Aaron thing, that she doesn't uh, give information on other clients without a hefty, you know, bit of cash. So either he's been paying her, or someone he's working for has been paying her. Exactly. And then, like, she, she basically, like, are you going to do this fight for me? If you do, I will, you know, give you what you want with the whole Penville murder and who done it. Are you willing to do this fight, Jamie? Yeah, sure. I just don't know what the outcome will be. Okay. So, hmm. Meet me here tonight. Around nine. I'm gonna assume it's a dog's fight pit. It's bare fist. First one to draw blood. I'll need to change my clothes again, then this is not gonna work in that environment. I would. I know how to look down there, love. Yeah. I've been in the area. Until then, if you want to pursue. Why? This happened to Brian. I would suggest you go and talk to the smith. He's the only person that worked really, really closely with Brian towards the end of his life. And to be quite honest, I'm interested to see if you're given a little push in the right direction. What outcome will, will come of this? I'll be watching. Well, one of your little uh, little kids will be. Well, not so little. Depends on which one you're speaking about. At that, she kind of uh, like goes back to writing things down, and like there's for for each different like thought and note, there's a different piece of paper, and it goes into a, like different books and such like and there's very much a system to this and she's very like neat freak about the system in which all the information goes down and kind of just waves you out yeah right, and right before you said i'm not sure how much information i want to add and i'm gonna guess a lot but all i can say is this get out of there before it gets too much he tends to drag a lot of people down with him i can't see the work he is doing as in the I don't know 
best interests of the general public at large, but he's an interesting boy. He's never in the best interest of anyone. I'll keep that in mind. Good. Then we used to leave, I assume. Yeah. 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 Um, as as you leave to go where, like, she gives you an address for the uh, auto mailer that she like. There's a specific blacksmith that she wants you to go to. Um, I... Do we know where this smithy is? Um, there is there there are shops that sell the things that the uh, blacksmith make. But you've never been into the smithery itself, like the forge itself. Um, you, specifically Jane, have armor that's made by this specific smith. Like, she, she gives you a name and, and you recognize it. Yeah, I'm wearing the armor underneath the clothes right mm. now, so... Um, but you've never, like, been in. You don't know anyone who's not... Who, who's, like, bought directly from this guy. Um... So you don't you don't recognize it really, but it's like a you know a brand name as it as it were. Um, as you go to leave, uh, Terry follows you. He just like follows along with you, unless you send him away. You coming with us, lad? Yes. To the Smith. Smith. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Come along then. Hello. That is so creepy. You're I, still I guess here. we're just gonna go. He, like, every time Jamie talks, he, he kind of looks in the general vicinity of you, but never really locks onto your face, which is really weird. But this is, like, all you can see from this kid is, is like, cloth over their eyes. So you're, like, really creeped out by this. Yeah. But he looks really creeped out by you. That's good. That's good. I take the sandwich I broke in half earlier and just hand it to the kid. He basically wolfs it down in one bite. Mm. Hungry? Yes. Fair enough, lad. Let's go then. And I assume you have to walk to this smithy. Yeah. You go to the address that um, Sly has given you and it is a general shop. So as as you're making your way towards this, like the the address you were given was to a, a general store, um, you know, like some of you will know of this of this general store. It sells basically fucking everything. Um, I want you all to make a perception check as you are walking towards this building. What's our threshold? Uh, your threshold is a five. No ten. Nine. So you fully succeed, Jamie? Four and a three. So you fully fail. Yes. Yes. But don't critically fail. That's no. that, that's that's the goal. Jane, you see two black coats literally just walking out of the door of this place. And you're about twenty foot away. Do I'll be honest with you now, I do not look anything like the possible black coats I've seen me lately. You don't. And if I act suspicious, that would probably arouse more suspicion. Mm-hmm. So I just calmly continue walking towards the general's and I just turn to Jamie and act like she is my son. Like, okay. Haven't you been talking to that girl lately at all, love? No, no, Mom. I've been trying not to. Fuck, she's a good girl. Why wouldn't you? Come on, Eric. Keep a move on. Keep a move on. I raise an eyebrow and follow. <laughs> As you are like trying to, this is deception, make, by the way. This yeah, is I was, I was just about to make you roll it. So as you um, are playing happy families, uh, the two black coats like get within like visual line of sight with you guys because you know it's fucking dark all the time, all the time. Uh, the in in this like middle district where the where the shops are, there's there's more like there's the odd magical street lamp giving off this purple radiation into the streets. Um, so like as they're coming closer to you, uh, one of them kind of turns in your general direction, and yes, make a deception roll. 
Give me a threshold. Um, your threshold's at ten. Oh no, you've got advantage because of the disguises. Hang on, mm -hmm. I'll re-roll that. Your threshold's at four. <laughs> and deception, would that be accuracy? Um, it's in your... Where's your card gone? <laughs> accuracy, I think it is. I, that or brain. It's one of them. Deception is either brain or accuracy. I would say, like, the advantage you get this time is, is from the disguise. And that's an accuracy. And that was an accuracy roll. So I'll say, roll your d10 instead and let's see what you get. I also have plus two in deception. You do have so. plus two. And my threshold was four. Yes, which is very low. That is an exact four. Okay. And that's a six. Nice. So you, you fully succeed. They kind of, like... As they're walking more towards you, they're trying to stay on the same side of the, like, street as you. And one of them basically trips on a cobble, and the other the other one catches him. And as they're both, like, fumbling one way, you, you all just kind of scoot around them and straight into the shop. And as you turn around to, like, kind of make sure they're gone, you see Terry, like, stood... <laughs> Just, like, docile as hell, just looking at them. And they they just pass him. They just fucking woof away from him. He doesn't look like he's in immediate danger, so I... No, he, he is looking like a, a bit of a lost child. But as soon as he sees that you guys all just kind of, like, have walked away from him, he starts, like, jogging a little bit to, to catch up with you. So, you walk through the front door. There's a big, like, it's it's nicely painted front side of this this shop. It has, like, generals, generals in, like, I, what, what the fuck do they call it on the sh old English shops where it's, like, painted in? Oh, um, calligraphy? It's not calligraphy. No, it's... Um, cursive. Cursive, yeah. There's a special name for it. I can't remember what it is. I think it begins with a G. But it is basically in like fancy cursive ass letters. G? It says Generals Generals on the front of it. And it's like painted nicely. What color is it painted? Why? It's painted nicely white. There you go. Um, as you walk inside, you walk directly into what is basically a reverse cage. So you walk into a cage where the shop is on the other side of the cage and there is a very, like, bored slash grumpy looking gentleman with, like, a caterpillar mustache and these big mutton chops. And he's standing by a counter on, like, the shop side of this cage. And you're, like, to, to the right of you, in, like, the window, there's an old man in a rocking chair just reading a newspaper. Um... And the, the, the man stood there. Uh, you see he's got it like a top hat on with a with the word hat embroidered on it and he's like nice pristine lapels. He has the word jacket embroidered on his jacket. And he looks up at all of you and says Welcome to General's Generals, I'm the general, general manager of this general's store. How can I help you today? Hello, General. Uh, we've been informed we need to talk to a certain smith that's supposed to be residing here. Would you like to buy anything before going to the smith? Do you have a hand mirror? Uh, yeah, let me... And he, like, walks off down one of these aisles, and you're just kind of left alone. Um, everyone make me a perception. What's the threshold? Five. Seven... Nine. I got okay. a three and a two. <laughs> Even with the skill boost, you're not doing great. I mean, I still have a D6. It's not like I'm going to get no. good results. But like, you can put more, more skills into it if you start. I mean, for, for, okay. so for brain, I have other stuff. Like I have machinery knowledge. I can use manipulation. Wrong I can time use to bitch about this. <laughs> this is not perception. I'm Quinn, sorry. what did you I'm get? Dumb. Minor success, a two and a six. Excellent. So, Quinn, you look around, and there is like above the counter. There's like a box of pulleys, and as you look around, there is like small 
like in in the front of the wooden counter that he stands at, which the uh, bars of the cage that you're studying come down to. Um, there's like little trapdoors in the wood, and there's like traps set up in this um, like entrance area. Um, Jane, as you're looking around, you see all these traps, and you realize like. Shit's getting aggressive in the, like, shopping district. Like, the these must be, like, not new additions, but something to defend a shopkeeper. Uh, as you're looking around, you also see on the newspaper that the old man next to you is looking at, there is, like, police sketches of both Jamie and something that looks close to Quinn, but not quite. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to assume the way they both of them are looking right now is fairly different from those images. Yeah. Um, and like the, one of the uh, sections that he's he's reading off of, it's like Penville investigation continues, blah, blah, blah. Um, the mustachio gentleman comes back and puts down a hand mirror and like slides it across what? the counter to you. What's the cost for it? Um, it's uh, about five coin. I assume I have this. You've you've got like coin in this world is just money that you have. If it costs anything that actually costs you a resource, it's like a stack. It's named a stack. So I it's have... it's just a regular ass hand mirror. And I'm giving five coin. Okay, you he he takes the coin and, like puts it in his mechanical cash register. He kind of cranks the side of it and it pops out. Puts the cash in. Does my hand mirror say mirror on it? It says mirror along the handle. So you're going to the smith? Yep. Okay, would you like to go the fun way or the boring way? Does any of these ways accommodate for an older lady with slightly crackly skeleton? Both ways accommodate. But I would... uh, hmm. I'd suggest you prepare yourself for the... Smith, he gets quite excitable. I'll guess the fun way then, if the others of you are alright with that. Behind you, you just hear fun. <laughs> okay then, and he takes like a step to the left of him and pulls a crank. I assume this much. Are we falling down? Yes, the floor disappears from underneath you. Oh I my assume this much. And you fall into darkness. Wrong lever! But, um... Here. Can I quickly cast a barrier that stops me falling? You... um, Yes, okay. Roll roll your magic ass. Is that very clever in this situation, man? I don't know, but at least I want to be standing on the platform realizing that. This is going to be difficult. Because this is like a split-second fucking reaction of him... And the floor goes, like, and you... I'm even okay with falling through the ground, but it's just at some point during the fall, I would like to stop myself. Yeah, okay. In a split-second reaction, you try and... Um, you, you try and do a magical barrier. Your difficult check... Your threshold's a 15... <laughs> On my highest dice, with the bonuses that I have as well, that are my highest bonuses, you I am can not get able a 14 to get that. On that. <laughs> so, how much do you fail and do you crit? Um, I do not crit fail, but I have adding my bonuses a 3 and a 6. So you fail pretty hard. As you fall, you try and like create a barrier, and... You see the outline of a barrier pass by you. <laughs> and that... Oh, I thought I was going to bang my head on it. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> now, if you'd have crit failed, you'd have hurt yourself with the fucking thing. And that is where we're going to end for today's session. Mm. You're falling. Whee! You hear oh, from behind God. you. Oh, it's good. Is Terry falling with us? Terry's falling with you. Oh my god. Terry is becoming very funny. I like Terry. He's oh, almost cute. I mean, no. He's he's got a surprise in his bag. Oh my god, are we gonna blow up? <laughs> he's got a bag with him. 
I'm going to yeah. assume his eyes are in there, but... Uh, maybe, maybe they're mm. not. Or are they? <laughs> oh, my God. So, closing comments. You're falling. Uh, Any other comments? Well, um, is going to get into a fight. Ooh. I was going to ask, yes. do they allow magic in there? In it, the pit? In the pit. Oh, you will find out if they allow magic in the fight pit. <laughs> All right. Mm. Well, but I feel like maybe not. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll probably we'll see. find out a few other things next episode as well. Oh, yeah. going to because I'm gonna oh, have yeah. to change. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. I'm the only one who who will be shocked because Quinn has seen. No, he has not. Oh no, he was like. I was being very polite. He was being very proper and shit. Yes. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Let's let's say is that's why the reason he turned that. Cannot polite appropriate. <laughs> Mm-mm. But you're 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 being sent places for now and being given certain information. Um, one thing you might like to check when you get back out is how far Harry Harrison's got with his research into the journal. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm gonna see if I can get the smithy person to fix my armor. That's that's a that's a plan. That's a plan because yes. your armor's fucked. Yes. yes. I lost one point in my armor. Bad times. Maybe he will make it stronger. You've not used it for a little while, though, so... Yeah, no, that... I mean, in-game, it's been a day. Yeah. But out of game, we've had, like, four episodes, I think, of you guys... Maybe. Did I... Questioning oh, yes. everything. I was like, did I... Where's the Did I wrote to? it down? <laughs> I, I, I didn't know if I had wrote down, like, that I had lost a point. I knew that I had, but I didn't know if I had written yeah. down. Well, anyhow, we need to close the episode. We yes. do, so... It's been... Something. It, it, it's been. It's been. It's been a talky. <laughs> no, no. It's it's been an ep- like another talky yeah. episode. I think next episode might change that. It, oh. I think it will be a little talky next episode, but we will find out next week when we return to play Moon's Edge. But until then, it's a goodbye from them. Bye. Bye. And a goodbye from me until next episode when we return to play Moon's Edge. You've been listening to Dicey Performance, part of Umeå Theatre Company and Folk Universitetet. Edited by Lynn Olson, produced by Joanna Velosa, art by Sarah Gustafsson, PR by Alex Rade, and project managed by Jakob Safsten. I hit my beard on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Just go for it.